Hey yo! This is Rapsig after three weeks. How have you been, everyone? Uh, FrostGamer98 just said on Discord, uh, doubt I will chat much. I have, I never have much to say about fighting games. Sure, I mean, one thing is fighting games, but what about Marvel? There's a lot to talk about Marvel. Um, and uh, the Marvel vs. Captain games uh, have quite an interesting story behind them as well. Like, um, and at least a very old and successful one, at least up until Infinite. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, so I've been out in the way for three weeks. Uh, in the first two weeks, it was planned. Uh, on the first two weeks, I just wasn't here, so you heard on uh, Radio Sega in place of Rapsdom at this very time slot, uh, 9 p.m. British time on Tuesdays. Uh, you actually heard my first ever Radio Sega show and the first ever episode of Fights into Streams which focused on the first three Virtual Fighter games um, and then the last Fights into Streams which was the 10th episode uh, and it focused on actually all the Virtual Fighter games uh, for both 4 and 5 iterations which ended up being like a total of 6 games uh, because both Virtual Fighter 4 and 5 got three different versions. So, um, last week, unfortunately, there was nothing on this time slot. Uh, yeah, apparently someone <laughs> drilled through our internet cables, so um, we could not uh, do anything on time. But here we are, and we are going to talk about a game a legendary game that uh, was 20 years old yesterday. It, it had its debut on Japanese arcades on the 24th of February of 2000 and it ended up being uh, one of the most legendary uh, Dreamcast games there is. A, a game that is actually going to be played uh, this year on EVO, but we're gonna talk about it later, shall we? Uh, for now, let's listen to some tracks, some beautiful tracks from the game. And, uh, and then we will be back to talk about the game. It's, of course, I don't think I've mentioned it by name yet, but it's, of course, Marvel vs. Captain 2. This is of course how I start. This was a classic on Fights into Streams. I didn't plan to use it a lot, but everyone loved it, so I ended up using it on every episode.
Electric Boogaloo just joined to say that he spent most of 2001 playing the ever-loving crap of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, so I am glad about it, because that make, will definitely make this show a very, very information-filled one. Somehow I don't feel like I ever get too annoyed from Take You For A Ride. That's true, does anyone? I mean, you get annoyed at the second time you heard, you hear it, but then it just grows on you.
So that was the first music block from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. The songs you heard were, all of them, uh, from stages, uh, respectively you listened to. Cave stage first, and then this desert stage, and lastly the carnival stage. And um, as I was saying, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is a uh, a history of success. It's got a long history of success, even. Um, in case you don't know, to celebrate its 20th anniversary, it is going to be back on EVO, the biggest and most reputed uh, fighting game tournament there is uh, for a long time now. It was um, actually a surprise, but people saw it as a sign that my, there might be something new coming, because um, Marvel vs. Capcom, the first one, was big, and it came on the back of very successful um, games uh, that started with Capcom's X-Men fighting game, X-Men Children of the Atom. And then they continued to do cross, and then they, they moved on to crossovers actually, and to a Marvel game that was not X-Men, which was Marvel Super Heroes. Uh, there was the X-Men vs. Street Fighter game, and there was also um, Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter, and then we had Marvel vs. Capcom, which had um, characters that were not Street Fighter. Jin uh, Saotome from a game that I don't remember what it is. Cap uh, Captain Commando and Strider Hiryu, essentially Legends of Marvel. I'm actually just gonna quickly Google to see where Jin Saotome is from. Alright, Jin Saotome is from um, Cyberbots. Uh, full Metal Madness. Uh, eventually, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 uh, also had characters from other uh, Capcom games like Resident Evil, there was Jill Valentine, uh, there was uh, Hayato from Plasma Sword, and there was also um, other, even other Capcom characters like Phoenix Wright and stuff like that on Marvel vs. Capcom 3. And also, obviously, many fighting games. Now, we are gonna listen to more tracks, and then we will talk a bit more about this amazing game, and the whole series in general, really.
So, um, these tracks that just played, uh, they are popular on Discord. Firstly, we had um, Clock Tower, which is apparently Green Viper 8's favorite, and then VR Airship stage, which uh, didn't uh, raise as many comments as the others. Lastly, it was the Factory stage, which uh, both a Green Viper and Boogle Electric Boogaloo consider to be the second best track in the game. So, we were talking about characters before we moved to the song block. And um, it's definitely one of Marvel vs. Capcom 2's um, reference points. And nowadays, with fighting games having... Yep, yep. Uh, so I just got uh, a mention by Electric Boogaloo saying that he already told me, he already told me in DMs which song was his favorite. And the truth is, I do remember that, yes. I actually remembered that after I asked you. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's coming later, indeed it is. Uh, anyways, um, nowadays uh, fighting games have their lives. Ex massively extended with the advent of balance patches and DLCs and stuff. So, um, there aren't nearly as many sequels and new games or even uh, touches and improvements as before. Uh, so, nowadays, having this amount of characters in a fighting game wouldn't be that shocking. Actually, Tekken 7 might be even close to it at this point, but Marvel vs. Capcom 2 in 2000, a standalone game, its own game, had 56 characters. 56 characters equally divided in two by Marvel and Capcom. So... 65 divided by 2 is 28, I think? Yes, it's 28 for, for brand. Um, nearly all of them were reused from all those previous um, uh, games. Like Marvel vs. Capcom Fate of Two Worlds. Or... Um, is that, is that really Marvel vs. Capcom Fate of Two Worlds, or am I missing it, mixing it up? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom... No, yeah, Mar Fate of Two Worlds is Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Dang it. So, um, Clash of Superheroes, that's it. Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes. And... Um, we also had characters from others such as... Um, yeah, pretty much everyone that was in either X-Men Children of the Atom, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter, and Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Super Heroes was on this game. And they also added a bunch of other characters. Some of them are originals. Some of, like, Sonson, um, Amingo, that weird cactus uh, creature, um, Ruby Heart, the pirate, and there were also new characters from Marvel like Cable and uh, Maro was also created for this game, I'm, I'm sure. But yeah, most of the Marvel characters were from previous games, and the Capcom characters actually... Actually... There were many Capcom characters other than non-2D characters that were made 2D such as uh, Jill Valentine from Resident Evil or Jin Saotome from Cyberbots uh, Ayato from Plasma Sword as I mentioned uh, all of them were uh, made for this game they uh, are 2D versions uh, a Strider Hiryu of course but Strider Hiryu was already on um, Marvel vs Capcom Clash of Superheroes the same applies to Captain Commando Anyways, I digress. What I mean is that uh, lots of characters were carried from Darkstalkers 3 or the Street Fighter Alpha series. Like, they kept their sprites, even like the, the character models are the same as Street Fighter Alpha uh, 3, I believe. So, 
yeah, moves changed it. I've changed a lot actually, even though the characters were the same visually. And they actually changed characters a lot. Uh, like their properties, like the, the, the high jump thing and special moves were extremely overpowered. Air combos. Yeah, it was it was really unexpected, <laughs> or so to say, to see, like for example Zangief with um, air combos and stuff on his alpha sprite, but it ended up being great. And uh, yeah, essentially, I believe that comp competitively there's only a few characters that are being played. But it's yeah, for and, and yeah, another thing that actually made this game this legendary is probably because since Capcom didn't own the uh, Marvel license for a long while after this, this was the last game for ten years. It took ten years before Marvel vs. Capcom 3 came out. So which mean which actually means that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is already ten years old. Wow, ouch. Uh yeah. That is actually surprising to me, because I feel old now. And we're playing more tracks now!
those uh, tracks were respectively the mode menu uh, theme that just plays when we are choosing our uh, decision like when we, when we decide what we want like if it's player arcade versus museum options whatever then the training mode uh, this, uh, the BGM that plays on the training stage and finally the river stage um, Electric Blue shared on Discord that in 2001 he beat the arcade version on one credit once, and that was with Cable, who definitely was pretty broken back then, I do remember that. And, well, no Sentinel though. I honestly thought that uh, I mean, the impression that I have from back then is that the Sentinel is a very broken character, like, nearly everything plays him. But yeah, I might be wrong. We... Yeah, I, I think I will have to ask for opinions about it, because... Uh, I think that the game wasn't all, too, all that well balanced. Cable and uh, Sentinel were broken a lot. Uh, were really broken. And Electric Boogaloo just corrected me. It was not in 2001 <laughs> that he beat the, the arcade uh, with one credit only. Um, Frostgamer98 says that uh, he's enjoying this soundtrack more than he expected. That is amazing to hear. I'm really glad to, to know that. And uh, there's actually a few more tracks to play, and they are gonna come right now. While you enjoyed the Swamp uh, stage music track, the one that is playing right now, um, I've got one bit of trivia from Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Sonson in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is the granddaughter of the protagonist from the original Sonson game from 1984. I did not know this. <laughs>
turn up the volume. Coming up next is the best Sega music. Oh, yeah. Only on Radio Sega. That was actually it as far as Marvel vs. Capcom 2 tracks uh, go. Uh, the tracks that played, and yeah, apparently uh, the Discord chat from right now got. Uh, 2001 was probably yesterday for many, just a few days ago, and then it went to 1985, and now at this point it's 1991. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> It is going, it is getting derailed pretty uh, quickly. Uh, yeah, well, the stuff roll hasn't been played. I wasn't thinking about playing it, but yeah, why not? Um, give me a second and I'm gonna set it up. Because I was thinking about playing some Marvel vs. Capcom and Marvel Super Heroes tracks to make up the time, but... Let me see if I can find it. 
Oh yes, there's the intro and the stop roll. Those are the actual last two um, songs to play. Alright, let's go for them. Meanwhile, I'm gonna... Yeah, I'm gonna let you listen to it in the notebook. So this is the stuff roll, and uh, yeah, it's literally the last Marvel vs. Capcom 2 track there is. Um, Electric Boogaloo says that uh, his favorite song in the game was the one that played um, second in the last block. The last block, by the way, we started with the Swamp stage, another great one, and then we played the Network Mode track. Uh, which went uh, remove, removed on the western ports, unfortunately. Um, apparently, thanks to Electric Boogaloo, I know that uh, it was used in all of Capcom's matching service Dreamcast games, including Vampire Chronicle. That is a very good one. And um, yeah, and then we had Gonna Take You for a Ride again. And the final boss theme. All three tracks for the Beast Battle. Yeah, eventually we have the opening title theme and the staff roll. And this is the theme of Captain Commando, but from the first Marvel vs. Capcom, where every character had a theme. Which was never gonna be an option for Marvel vs. Capcom 2, to be fair with all its 56 characters. Captain America also from Marvel vs. Capcom.
lastly the theme of Strider Hiryu. say my goodbye uh, before the show is over there will be still two tracks from Marvel superheroes you know uh, if you couldn't get the entire uh, show there will be the podcast on RadioSega.net and other places um, there will be finally there will, will actually be surprises for Rapstone soon enough uh, which uh, is long overdue, right? This show has been sailing through the waves. Uh, just, just following the tides and stuff, riding the tides. But yeah, essentially, uh, things are gonna change. Things are gonna change, and that's a good thing. And uh, yeah, if you are not familiar with afraid um, your Sega, uh, essentially. We uh, look into giving you uh, shows that are based on the sounds, but at least I do. So this show ended up not going too deep into Marvel vs. Captain 2 as... Uh, why is my program crashing? Anyways, this is going to continue to play. Alright, looks like it just stopped. What happened to my software? Give me a second. Alright, so, uh, for shutting my uh, streaming software, I'll essentially wiped out the rest of the playlist, so I'm gonna do it really quickly. So, it was gonna be this one, and this one, and then the last sound which is this okay let's go for it this is Psylocke's stage from Marvel superheroes Sorry about that silence for a bit. I was trying to get things to work, but I'm glad that it's all fine now. You know the best thing about this? It's all gonna be in the podcast. Um, what I was saying before is that, yeah, this podcast will be available for people who didn't listen to all of it, or people who might have missed it because it wasn't as well advertised as I as we would like, but the thing, also the thing is, uh, this show was not really into Marvel vs. 
for telling me that um, the music was too loud and you couldn't understand what I was saying uh, to be fair Marvel vs Capcom um, Marvel superheroes tracks are kinda uh, lower in volume than the others so it's hard to mix uh, what I was saying is that Ravzam in particular and Regisite in general uh, tries to give people give people uh, trips down memory lane through music, so that's why the show was not too detailed into Marvel vs. Capcom 2 history or technical stuff, it was very superficial with a lot of music that is what makes this is what makes the difference between Radio Sega and other podcasts this is for the music This is Doctor Doom's theme. It's the sub-boss from Marvel Superheroes, and it's the last track for today. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next week.